1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. No one is, 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 is
2: more locked in.
1: From Thursday to Monday, no one
2: is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Phillips. All right, let's do it. Championship Sunday edition of First and Pod, Danny Parkins, Andrew pony Wow. We are coming to you as the Lamar Hunt Trophy is being presented to Clark Hunt and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Eagles blew them out. You were right about that. The Chiefs won. We were wrong about that. Let's start with the game that just finished, Pony. Um, that was in sports terms, a heroic Patrick Mahomes performance. Like, guys were dropping like flies all around him. He was hurt. He made high degree of difficulty throws. I mean, idiotic penalty by Osai, obviously, at the end of the game to make that field goal manageable for, but- for Butker. But put that on the short list of all times Pat Mahomes'
1: performances, man. That was incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think that he moved a lot better than I thought he would. I mean, he was gimpy at times. He had that play where he rolled out left, and when he landed, he grimaced and didn't move well. But for the most part, he was more mobile than I had anticipated. I think you were worried about him even making it through the game when we had talked on Thursday. And if you had told me, if I, if I didn't know anything about his injury and had Basically, been in a coma all of last week. I would have thought that he was dealing with something minor. I would not have thought that it was as serious as a high ankle sprain, just based on some of the plays, like the last one before the game-winning field goal. Uh, I think it, it'll be interesting what the conversation is like all day Monday. You know, we get we got out, we get out ahead of this stuff, so I do think it'll be a lot about Mahomes. But I also think that the officiating in this game was just pathetic, and it did yeah, not. That'll be-, be a big part
2: of it. A hu- that'll be that'll be. I mean, people love to complain about the officiating, and in this case, it was it was justified. I, I think there'll be, yeah, I think there'll be a, a ton of officiating conversation, and we'll get to it with the NFC Championship game. But I think there's going to be like rules change suggestions and a consensus by a lot of people for the third quarterback thing, but, but go ahead about the, uh, the refs. No, start.
1: I was going to say, I mean, the Bengals are going to look at this and feel like most of the 50, 50 calls, if not all of them went Kansas city's way. And even on the last play, which I did think it was a late hit because Mahomes was it clearly won. out of bounds. But if you look at before he gets out, there's a hold on the play. And then there was a b- block in the back on the sky Moore punt, which could have easily been called. So, you know, you, Gene Steratore's big thing in these situations is you want the penalties to be big. You don't want them to be chintzy little things. Well, you've got Mike Hilton pass interference, which looked like it was ticky tack. And then obviously the whole six down thing was just mind boggling where they had the redo when the refs. Thankfully, that did not end up impacting the game.
2: Because well, that, I, think, I think that's what allows it to not dominate the, the, the two weeks of Super Bowl coverage because that was an embarrassment. That was, that was you get called in front of the pool reporter after the game. There should actually be accountability. Like they're, they're, that was the guys running in and it takes CBS like minutes to, to show it. Romo had no idea what was going on all game. I mean, he suggested that on the fourth and sixth before the Burrow throw to Jamar Chase, that they were going to try to draw him off sides. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, well, they'll try, like, and then burn a timeout or take a penalty and go back and punt. Like, he, he was making no sense. I think Romo's regressed in a horrible way. I think CBS is the worst of C- uh, Fox, NBC, ESPN. I think they're clearly the worst overall NFL presentation um, of a big game. The refs were bad, man, but I I still thought that was an awesome game. Like, there was way too much of the refs involved in it, but, I mean, Travis Kelsey getting on the camera as soon as Mahomes was being interviewed afterwards with Tracy Wolfson and saying, burrowhead my ass, like, right into the camera. Orlando Brown saying, put respect on his name for Pat Mahomes. Like, they heard all of the trash talk. These teams do not like each other. This feels like the second chapter of Brady and Manning. Like It feels like Burrow and Mahomes are going to meet in five of these things. And it wasn't the cleanest game. It wasn't the highest level of football at times. But I thought that that game was incredibly captivating sports theater, like about as good as you can expect, honestly, given the injuries, the cold, how terrible the NFC championship game was, like I thought that was riveting sports television.
1: Well, yeah, you had you had two quarterbacks that were overcoming their own adversity, Mahomes, the injuries and the, and, uh, and the wide receiver injuries in this game. and then Burroughs offensive line which was a storyline going into the Bills game, but then went away because they kicked Buffalo's ass up front. They looked like they had backups out there. Honestly, I thought for as great as Mahomes was, I think the MVP of the game was Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones was the best player. He did not have a sack in a playoff game uh, up until today. He had his best regular season, 15 and a half sacks. That was an Aaron Donald-esque performance by him. That was one guy taking over the game on that side of the ball. They did a great job moving him around, too. He lined up at end sometimes. He was over the center sometimes. He was over the guard. I mean, I give Spagnolo a lot of credit for moving his best offensive player around the chessboard. But, you know, the Chiefs, everybody, the consensus was that they had the worst defense of any team that was still left playing. And it didn't look that way in this game because they had one dominant player. They had the best defensive player this weekend in Chris Jones.
2: Ooh, I mean, I don't know. Hassan Reddick had a monster game, man. And Jones was great. Reddick had a – I mean, his fumble – Well, his, yeah, but I'm saying – his, uh, his
1: Sachs put the ball on the ground. Sure, yeah, but was, I'm sa- – I, I get that. But it, to me – well, I was going to say. I was going to say without Chris Jones, I don't think the Chiefs win – but that would probably be taking too much credit away from Mahomes. homes.
2: That's, that's the thing. Like th- that was the best game of Marquez Valdez Scantling season. He had some nice catches, but the touchdown throw. Yeah. I
1: mean, that was a beauty. I mean, on fourth down, that was, that was perfect.
2: Th- he's getting sandwiched and jumping sideways and, flicking the ball with total arm strength and getting crushed and limping out of it. I mean, that is – that's the best throw of a lot of dudes' careers, and I'm not sure it makes Mahomes' top five. Like, dudes were dropping like – look at the box score, man. Pacheco had 26 rushing yards. Mahomes had eight.
1: Hardman had seven. McKinnon had one rushing yard. Yeah, I actually think that it's a good thing they won the game from this perspective. I think if they lose, I think Andy Reid gets killed afterwards. Pacheco looked like he could have run the ball just every time he touches it. He bounces off guys for positive yards, and he just did not want to run the ball with him at all. With an injured quarterback in the second half of the game, they were one-dimensional. And his punt from the 38-yard line was embarrassing. That was just ridiculously bad. Well, okay, so
2: I saw that the that like punt index bot said it was in the ninety nine point nine percentile. Yes, the bots are always right. You need to trust the bot here. I I I I do I do trust the bots, but hold on a second. You you have a you have a quizzical look on your face, like you don't believe the bot. I I I believe the bot ninety nine percent of the time, but can we talk this one through? It's. They're on the 38-yard line. It's freezing. You have Jay Feely saying that Butker's max pregame going that direction was 52 yards. This was a 55-yard field goal. Yes. Why am I expecting him to make a 55-yard field goal? Uh, I'm not punting the ball. You're going for it. Yes. On fourth and? Six. Six. Okay. Yes. Yes.
1: I mean, if you don't I, trust Patrick Mahomes to get you seven yards in Cincinnati territory, then I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you've got the best offense and the best quarterback in the league. The, the Look, like I said, Chris Jones made an incredible play. They won the game. But if the Bengals go downfield there and Mahomes never sees the ball again and they lose on like a 46-yard Evan McPherson field goal, how do you sleep at night if you're Andy Reid?
2: I don't. I mean, like it. Obviously, that would have been devastating. But fourth and six is pretty borderline in that spot, man. Well, if I, you're a league
1: average team, but your point that you're making here is valid, where you're saying the the the, um, the field goal is off the board. The formula or the analytics doesn't take the weather into account enough. Well, the analytics probably is not. They're they're talking league average. This is not a league average offense. Oh, agreed. This is the number one offense in the league. You can't live with yourself if Cincinnati goes down and wins the game there. My opinion. So yeah, yeah, I, I I understand what you're saying.
2: I was surprised at the outcome, but Feely saying that he couldn't make the kick, like taking field goal completely off the board, made it to me a much more like I I was shocked that that was a 99.9 percentile situation.
1: I mean, honestly, the underrated play of the game that like got lost in the wash afterwards because of the Mahomes heroics was that punt return. Sky Moore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He was terrible early in the season. He's had a
1: terrible year period
2: for yes. them. Yeah. I mean, he was it's supposed to be their
1: he was supposed to be their next. You know, they're talking on the broadcast, like, oh my God, they've got to go to Sky Moore now. And I'm like, well, at the beginning of the year, they thought Sky Moore was going to be their next McCole Hardman or Tyreek Hill. He's a second round pick. He's got yep. some scrub off the practice squad. So he lived up to that pick, that billing with that return for sure.
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. The I mean, even for Cincy, man, like Burrow's getting killed all game, like you mentioned with, with Chris Jones, who was great. The T. Higgins touchdown catch was spectacular. Chase had some great plays. With the double
1: coverage on fourth down.
2: Yeah, r- ridiculous. The the conversion to Hayden Hurst on third and 16 in, in, in the fourth quarter. He's just, those, guy, those guys were, they both rose to the occasion and overcome their own team's adversity. And they kept showing Osai, 58, the linebacker, crying on the bench. I don't – how do you – how do you go on? You feel like you just cost your team a trip to the Super Bowl, man. How do you face your team in the locker room?
1: I understand that. I don't think that he's going to get – I don't think in that locker room he's going to get a lot of hate. I think obviously the fans will scapegoat him, and I think it will be tough for him with the Cincinnati fan base. But I think the players understand. If you look at the pursuit angle on that play and where he shoves him, I think I think they understand in that moment it's almost an impossible task. So many of those guys, those quarterbacks, when they go to the sidelines, will bait guys and make it look like they're about to run out of bounds, and then they keep going. He was not like two or he was literally one step out of bounds when he when he made contact. So I I, I bet I haven't seen the I haven't seen the comments from Bengals players. I bet they rally around him. Would be my oh guess. I'm
2: sure the players will. Man, they were going to him on the sideline. It was just. First down
1: doesn't really matter in that spot. You know, so it just I just it, did not think it was an egregiously bad play by the guy.
0: When you yeah, take into I,
1: account the speed of the game. I mean, like,
2: listen, I've never I've never played the game. So like taking into account the speed is is obviously difficult. It just seemed in that spot, knowing where he's going, there's less than ten seconds left in the game. Seems unlikely that he's gonna cut it upfield and stay in bounds. Yeah.
1: It, I get that. It, on it, a it, bad it,
2: ankle. In, in that spot. I mean, it's just, it's a massive, massive penalty. Apparently, Kelsey, after the game, called out the Cincinnati mayor, who I did think was, went over the line. Like, I'm, I'm all for trash talk and mayoral bets, but I don't know. It's just in bad form to. Well, the Bengals brought a lot of this on themselves. themselves. I don't like it.
1: The Bengals brought a lot of this on themselves. The Bengals, I think, did something that was really hard to do, and that's turn the Chiefs into an underdog and it wasn't just the ankle for Mahomes. It was the fact that they were very loud and brash about how they owned this team. So they gave a great team that is never in this situation. They gave them like something to galvanize themselves over, which when we're talking about the narrowest of margins be- between, you know, two great quarterbacks and two great teams. Is honestly something maybe I should have taken into account more, but I just didn't think that Mahomes on the ankle was going to be able to make the kinds of plays that he did in this game.
2: How how could you,
1: man? How could anybody have? Well, maybe my theory was right that it wasn't a high ankle sprain, and they just did that to try to maybe, mess with everybody. Maybe he, the dude's amazing. Is it his best he playoff was- game?
2: Um, I feel like all things considered with the Kelsey back spasms, the ankle injury, no Tyreek Hill, the cold weather. It I mean, yeah. It's I mean, what do you think Are you finished with 326 yards? Right? Yeah, 326 yards, two touchdowns, a passer rating of 105.
1: I no so 2018, they lose the AFC Championship game to New England. They don't get the ball in overtime. 2019, they have those two huge comeback wins at Arrowhead. They get down big to Houston. They get down big to Tennessee. They come back and win both of those games. Do you want to put either one of those? I mean, ahead of this was after they were down
2: 24 nothing in that Houston game. Um, and then I mean, let's. I mean, I can. Let's just pull, let's just pull it up real quick. I'll just pull up the old pat mahomes playoff game log so yeah that houston game i that's the one i just wanted to remember the exact details of he finished with 321 yards and five touchdowns after being down 24 nothing and they hung 51 in the game that's pretty good pretty good <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty good so what I say his passer rating was 105. He has one, two. Well, he three. threw five touchdowns against one, the Steelers, five, but
1: that's a wild card game. Who cares? Seven, eight. He has eight
2: playoff games with a higher passer rating than the one he had today. That's outrageous. So, yeah, I mean, I don't think it, so. It's it's not his best. I'll get. I'll, I guess I'd put that Houston game
1: on there, but what? One uh, closing thought on the Bengals is now going to be what happens with Higgins. Is he going to get traded? Are they going to go the Tyreek Hill route? I mean, that to me now becomes the story of their offseason. Are they going to try to keep the band together and run this back one more time next year? Are they going to give him an extension and pay him like... I mean, they can't pay him like Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill or one of those guys because they got Chase coming down the pike. And Burrow. Yeah. They I know,
2: I know. Like listen, we've been talking about trading T. Higgins to the Bears, you know, for a while. Um, it's the AJ Brown situation, right? Like DK Metcalf re-signed, Debo re-signed, McLaurin re-signed, AJ Brown didn't and it cost a first-round pick and a $100 million contract. That's what it would cost to to get T. Higgins. Um, So obviously the Bears can't do it with the number one pick in the draft. I would assume that the difference in those situations, though, is that A.J. Brown, while Tennessee was good and playing in the playoffs and even winning a playoff game, that wasn't anything that they were long for. This guy's in back-to-back AFC championship games. I don't think you break it up. Like, they. since he already showed a willingness to pass on Panay Sewell to draft Jamar Chase, I think they're like the poster child organization for surrounding your franchise quarterback with weapons. So I think they're going to try to keep the band together for as long as possible. My prediction is he's in Cincinnati next year. And he's not on an extension? Oh, I think that they maybe like, so cause, cause Chase had, they Chase to... still has three years left. Right. Exactly. So like th- the question is, is Jamar Chase okay with making less money than T Higgins? Like, is he, is he okay with it? Or it's going to have to be while he's still on a rookie contract. No, I, I know. But I mean, I just wonder like how they're gonna, how they're gonna handle like the internal politics uh, of of the whole thing,
1: or if that will come into play. See, my my objection on Higgins' front would be, is he going to take a deal that's structured in a way or a short-term deal that doesn't really give him the money that he might want guaranteed if he played for a team that didn't already have another number one wide receiver? You know, like how we don't know about about this. How how much does he want to stay and win or how much does he want to be the alpha male number one wide receiver someplace else? How many receivers do you think are better than him? 10, 15? Yeah, I would say somewhere in that range. If that. If that, I mean, it's hard to... It's hard to gauge because we haven't really seen him do it by himself because Burrow got hurt his rookie year and only played half the games and they were bad, but I don't think that he's a byproduct. Let me put it this way. I don't think he's a byproduct to having Jamar Chase on the field with him. No. I mean, we've seen
2: situations with Chase out or them forcing where he still goes off. And yeah, he's had, he's had monster games. He's, he might be the best high point receiver in the NFL right now, like he he's incredible at those. But all right, so we got we got the Chiefs advancing. There is crazy uh, line movement on the Super Bowl that's happening right now as we are recording this podcast. So okay, remind. Do you, we should get, should we do the NFC Championship game and then and then get to yes, that? that'll be a tease. I I I can't believe what's happening in the Super Bowl market right now. This is blowing my mind.
0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Listen to every MLB game live.
1: the deep left center field,
2: it is high, it is far, it is high.
0: Stream minor league affiliates.
1: The Midwest League.